Earlier this week, Premier Su Zhenchang announced the government was planning to give every Taiwanese 6,000 NT from last year's tax surplus. Though the plan has not yet been finalized, already fraud rings are taking the program as an opportunity to scam locals. Some locals have received text messages purporting to be from the Ministry of Digital Affairs. They contain instructions telling the recipient to open a link to redeem their 6,000 NT handout. The executive yuan on Thursday warned against the scam, saying that the government will not send text messages for locals to collect the money. It adds that the National Police Agency has launched relevant mechanisms to crack down on the scam rings. Taiwan reported 31,078 local COVID infections on Thursday, surpassing 30,000 infections for the first time this year. Infectious disease expert Li Bingying says the main factors for the rise are the colder winter weather as well as the rise of new subvariants. Li says the severity of COVID is only set to weaken in the future and could end up becoming like the common cold. He says that if that's the case, there won't be a need to get vaccinated once a year. A new COVID wave is swelling in Taiwan, with local cases surpassing 30,000 infections on Thursday. Infectious disease expert Li Bingying says one of the main reasons for the surge is low winter temperatures. The infection tallies rise is being fueled by two factors. One of them is the emergence of variants. The other is the cold weather. During cold weather, all viral respiratory diseases have higher incidence rates. These viruses have a higher transmissibility in cold weather. Already, Taiwan has detected its first cases of the BQ1 COVID subvariant, which had been on the rise in Europe and the U.S. A health expert says more variants may arrive after China removes quarantines for international arrivals starting Sunday. We need to be more vigilant because over in mainland China, there is going to be millions of infections in a very short period of time. That allows the virus to mutate rapidly. It could be the case that a new virulent strain could emerge. Of course, that's something we should all keep an eye out for. Many experts say that the mortality and virulence of COVID will become less severe as the virus mutates. Some say COVID is on its way to become like the seasonal flu. A local doctor says it's more apt to say the disease is becoming more like the cold. After the Omicron variant emerged, the disease's severity did not worsen. It's different from the flu in that its mortality and virulence have continued going down, so its characteristics make it more like the cold. If every year most COVID infections result in mild symptoms mostly, then there won't be a need to get vaccinated every year. If it becomes like the cold, then annual vaccination just won't be necessary. The doctor still advises older adults and people with weakened immunity to get vaccinated with a next-gen shot before the Lunar New Year break. The marching band from Taipei First Girls High School performed its final show in the U.S. on Wednesday at Disneyland in California. It was a rainy day, but the gloomy skies did not put a damper on their fun and energetic performance. Let's hear from them. We hadn't rehearsed our march at Disneyland, but it wasn't a problem. During our training back in school, we always train outside, unless it's so stormy that you can't even open your eyes. Some of the students skipped around joyfully wearing blue dresses, performing their choreography without any missteps. They were escorted by a squadron in the school's signature green uniform, with performance showing off their dexterity at spinning flags and rifles, wowing the crowd. The marching band has made an impression, and not just locally. 
just two days earlier, the marching band had performed at the Rose Parade in Pasadena. And a picture of one of the students during the show was selected as one of the best photographs of the day by The Guardian. After their triumph across the Pacific, the marching band is scheduled to return to Taiwan on Friday morning. Citrus fruits are in season, and today we're checking out a very unusual lemon-looking fruit that's not quite as sour. The Senboken, or sweet lemon, is a Japanese fruit that can be snacked like, on, like an orange. One farmer in Taidong has made a name for himself with a grove of the sweet fruit. He grows them without artificial pesticides, instead using a herd of rabbits as natural weed control. The Sanbokan lemon can be eaten, juiced, or made into a sweet tea. These trees are laden with fruit. The green-yellow skin may look bumpy and weathered, but this is a fruit with a pedigree. This is a Sanbokan, also known as a Japanese sweet lemon. After a simple rinse in water, the lemons are cut and steeped in hot water. The tea has a wonderful aroma. You can also eat them like a mandarin. They're not too tart. The flesh has a lemony scent, but tastes like a sweet and juicy orange. We don't use any artificial pesticides. All our customers come back again. Sanbokan farmer Ling Songbo insists on avoiding chemical herbicides. This happy family of bunnies run free range and do an important job, providing natural weed control. Six years ago, Lin bought 400 Sanbokan saplings as an experiment and planted them here in Taidong's Zhiben Township. Now he's created a reputation for himself and a new local specialty for Taidong. The Kaohsiung branch of the Taiwan High Prosecutor's Office has detained four individuals on suspicion of spying for China. The head of the operation is a retired Air Force captain, surnamed Liu, who recruited active service personnel in Taiwan to collect in intelligence to send to China. Three other active military officers have also been investigated and released on bail in connection with the case. A whiteboard at the Kaohsiung branch of the Taiwan High Prosecutor's Office shows four suspects have been detained on suspicion of spying for China. They are a retired Air Force captain surnamed Liu and three active military officers in the Air Force and Navy, a commander surnamed Sun and two lieutenant commanders surnamed Liu and Gong. The case is currently under judicial investigation. The Ministry of National Defense will cooperate with all prosecutors during their extremely thorough investigations. According to prosecutors, former Captain Liu went to do business in China after his retirement from the Air Force in 2013. But then he was recruited by Chinese intelligence agencies to serve as a spy. He returned to Taiwan and set up a shell company where he received payments of between 200,000 and 700,000 NT from the Chinese government. During that time, he used his connections in the military to recruit at least six officers to collect intelligence on Taiwan's military for payments of between 30,000 and 100,000 NT. 
Operations lasted for up to eight years. After a long period of collecting evidence, the Taiwan High Prosecutor's Office conducted a raid of Liu's residence on Tuesday and searches of Air Force and Navy camps. Our officers realized something was up and they reported it. The relevant agencies immediately started monitoring the situation and launching damage control mechanisms. We will continue to strengthen the education of our troops and remain in close cooperation with national security agencies to prevent the PRC from collecting intelligence on us and breaching our national defenses. A total of seven individuals were taken for questioning. Four of them remain in detention, while three were freed on bail of 100,000 to 200,000 NT. The number of individuals involved may increase as investigations continue. Over the past month, riding a bike-share bicycle from New Taipei to Taipei has been a bit of a headache for some local residents. Taipei phased out its orange U-Bike 1.0s on December 3rd, while New Taipei kept them in operation. That means that people riding the old bike model from New Taipei to Taipei have had nowhere to return their bikes. With an average of 10 reports coming in every day from riders unable to end their rentals, Taipei's transport department has announced it will stop charging a fee of 350 NT to move the bikes back to New Taipei. Let's hear from an official. U-Bikes said that taking the bikes back comes with labor costs. Back then, it was agreed that there would be a 350 NT towing fee. But in the end, an agreement was reached with U-Bike to not charge the fee. However, the bike's fare meter will stay running until the bike is docked properly. The Taipei Transportation Department reminds bike riders to make sure they are riding a white U-Bike 2.0 if traveling into New Taipei from New Taipei. If you accidentally ride the old model into Taipei and cannot ride back to New Taipei to return it, make sure you contact U-Bike. If you just leave the bike parked around the city, the rental meter will continue going up until it is returned at the proper docking station, which could come with a big financial cost. A poll from the environmental group Rethink recently found the majority of Taiwanese think the biggest obstacle to sorting their waste effectively are trash bins that are not user-friendly. So the group decided to take matters into its own hands and design an innovative trash bin that helps people sort their trash more effectively in public spaces. Its deposal holes are limited to certain shapes so that people are forced to separate the different kinds of recyclables. It also features infographics in both English and Mandarin. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang spoke to Jason Huang, the co-founder of Rethink, to learn more about their work. The new trash can designed by Rethink includes labels such as paper containers, general waste, and food waste. There are color-coded labels indicating where paper containers, general waste, and food waste can go, as well as tin cans, glass, plastic, and paper. There are also infographics and pictures in both English and Mandarin indicating the kind of trash that should be thrown into each section. In contrast to traditional metal trash cans, this new bin is made out of wood. The group found that traditional trash cans often accumulate mountains of unsorted trash around them. In contrast, the new trash can is slanted to prevent people throwing in their trash from a long distance. The organization hopes to enhance the public's knowledge of recycling and reduce the workloads of cleaners. 
first. Uh, there are some like uh, data and infographic designing uh, is uh, is displayed on by the trash bins. And second is that uh, we've redesigned the trash bin into like a problem-solving system, including like. Uh, the, the holes of the trash bin has been limited into like certain shapes. So people cannot like throw the whole package of trash into it. So they have to stand right in front of the trash bin and starting to do the recycling. And the third is that uh, with uh, like uh, make the classification into more detailed versions so that people will find the specific uh, item and a specific category for the trash. Rethink has installed these trash bins in different areas, including campuses and companies. The newest location is New Taipei City Government. The new trash bin has different sections marked by colors, so it is easier for us to identify the section we need to throw our trash in. Compared with previous trash cans, which were made of metal, this one looks more colorful. I saw this new type of trash can and felt that its classification guidelines are clearer and more detailed. For example, for plastic objects, there's both a clean plastic bag and plastic container section. It's the same with paper. There's an ordinary paper section and a section for paper containers. So the classification process is clearer. The big difference is that a traditional trash can does not have a plastic container section and the new trash bin does. Then there is the food waste section. Earlier I threw away trash that still had a bit of sauce on it, so I was able to dispose of it thanks to the food waste section. That's not possible with a regular trash can. Traditional bins are a bit confusing, and I'm never sure whether I should throw my rubbish in there directly. It also often feels like I'm making work harder for the cleaning staff. Freethink's 2022 Taiwan Recycling Awareness Survey found that more than 60% of respondents said that the design of recycling bins was the main factor preventing them from sorting their trash correctly. Obstacles included unclear recycling labels, different sorting rules in different places, or overly complicated sorting directions that confuse people. The biggest inspiration is that we've been, uh, we did a, uh, a very huge survey, like uh, tens of thousands of people survey, and found out that the, the very moment of people confronting with a recycling problem is, while, is when they do the recycling right behind right in front of the trash bin. So uh, the trash bin itself becomes a very important moment and facility for people to like, do the uh, communication and education. Uh, by implementing the new redesigned trash bin, we've uh, enhanced the accuracy of recycling from 26 to 53%. In the past, when people were recycling and wanted to know how to classify trash, they would rely on their intuition. For example, they would separate metal cans from bottles and plastic bottles, but that could still be confusing. We think that environmental protection policy should be easy for the public to understand and take on. Rethink hopes to partner with the EPA to implement this new style of trash bin in more areas around Taiwan and educate more people on recycling. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Guo Wenhai in Taipei. Taipei's famed Lunar New Year market at Dihua Street is coming back after two years of shutdown due to COVID. The market will open on Friday with the usual fare, snacks, festive decorations and other goodies. Local businesses say they hope to see a rise in revenue of 20 to 30 percent. 
But with a fresh COVID wave looming, some people are concerned about the risk of infection in large crowds, especially when sampling foods. The Taipei city says it will not impose any additional COVID rules at the market, though it advises people to not eat while walking around. To offer peace of mind to revelers, some businesses say they will be offering samples that are individually wrapped, handed out by staff wearing plastic gloves. As the weather turns cold, we all want to look forward to a hot dinner. And what cuisine is hotter than Sichuanese food? We head now to a restaurant that brings the best of Sichuan chili to Taiwan. It even offers a special Sichuanese delicacy, the Mao Cai, or one-person hot pot. Red soup just screams spice, but it's not a hot pot. It's a specialty dish from Chongqing in China's Sichuan province. Mao Cai, the tasty beef tripe, mixes with tender strips of boiled pork. They soak in hot and numbing spices to create a warming belly filler. Dry chili peppers and chopped ginger and garlic are seared to bring out their fragrance. The pan sauce goes in and it's time to fry. After five minutes, the flavors are all melding together. Boiled pork meat, duck's blood, and tripe are briefly parboiled, then go in the pan to absorb the spices. Then the chef adds his own update on the recipe, an extra rinse in hot oil. The garlic and chili sauce contains lots of minced green onions, the flavor of which shines in this hot chili oil. Mao Cai is a dish that, in the past, if one person couldn't be bothered to cook for themselves, they would take the marinades they had, the hot pot ingredients and broth, and cook them up together. So it's actually like a one-person hot pot. At this restaurant, even the duck floss has gone spicy. First diced mushrooms, green beans, and smoked duck cubes are fried up. Then chili peppers and sour salted chilies are stir-fried, and it all gets wrapped in a lettuce leaf. The duck soup has a twist too, pickled sour radish. Basically, we use hot sauce with a little acidity, so we call it sour chili radish. It's a little sour. After it's washed, we simmer it with the soup, and when it comes out, we call it sour radish. The pickled radish with duck soup is a sweet and sour delight. These new versions of Sichuan cuisine are sure to bring a pleasant surprise to the palate. <laughs>